If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. Soul triggers help keep you in alignment with what your soul chart and your soul commitments are in this incarnation in this lifetime. Today, I'm going to be talking about how soul triggers work, what they are, and does everyone have them? Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. It's me, Christina Wooten, certified psychic medium at SedonaMedium.com, and Robert. Hi, Robert. Well, hello. I am Reiki Master Teacher Robert Wood. Welcome. Awesome. So I will just admit that I have my nice, cozy, warm chai tea because I was sounding a little bit Sylvia Brown. If you guys remember or know who that was, mm-hmm. just I was a little bit like I've <laughs> had a little Sylvia Brown in there today. <laughs> so I thought I needed a little something on the throat, but I'll say it felt a little strange to go and make a warm hot cup of tea when it's 90 degrees outside. But thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much that I have air conditioning. I'm feeling really grateful for it today. Actually, the last 
couple of months has been so nice. Yeah. We've essentially just had the windows open at the house, not a whole lot of like lights, just using natural light. And it's been so nice. And the weather was really good. And just suddenly it was like, oh, it's June. It's time to stoke the fires of hell in Arizona. So <laughs> it's a lot hotter now, but I am feeling really appreciative of the fact that we have air conditioning and that our animals are inside. So Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about triggers along your timeline in your soul plan. So what does that mean? What is it all about? Why do we have these triggers in our life? And I'm not talking about the kind of triggers that are just, you know, this person said something to you, it triggered some feelings that you had or some unresolved stuff that was going on. And so you reacted in a way. I'm not talking about that kind of trigger. I'm talking about your soul plan trigger. Those are really different. So we're going to talk today about what these soul triggers actually are. We all have them. So what does it mean when we have this type of experience that begins to awaken within us? why we do it, yada, yada. So you may or may not have heard about a soul plan. So when we come into an incarnation, so our soul being says, I am choosing to incarnate into a physical body to have a physical experience. You know, your soul does that for a reason. Mm -hmm. It says, I want to experience this human consciousness in order to explore something in particular. And in doing so, I want to utilize the best use of my time. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to waste my energy. It's kind of like the soul goes, I want to get in and get out. I want to do what I need to do and learn what I need to learn. And then, you know, return back to the spirit world. Right. And so when we do this, our soul sets up some goals and works with our spirit guides in order to make sure that we're setting up the types of experiences that are going to help us move to those next layers of healing. And you guys know that a lot of times we'll just kind of continue along the same path until something happens that helps us to see things in a new frame of reference or a new type of consciousness. It's usually something that's shifting within us or something that shifts outside of ourselves that helps us to see things in a new light. And that's where the growth happens. So our soul creates and generates a soul plan with our spirit guides. In this soul plan are things like the relationships that you'll have with your parents, who they are, what are they there to teach you, what are their soul contracts. So they're saying, I'm here to help you learn XYZ, and you are here as my child to help me learn XYZ. So those types of things are laid out. You can have things like really significant relationships in your life, like your first love, a marriage, a divorce. Those types of things are in your soul chart. But not just that, big eye-opening, heart-expanding experiences can also be in your chart as well. Moments of great accomplishment can be in your chart specifically, like getting a promotion at a certain time 
or being recognized by your peers in an important or significant way that can be in your chart because it helps you to move to another level of influence or another level of engagement and learning some new lessons who your children are are always in your chart if you uh, have children, whether that is um, stepchildren, whether it's adopted children, whether it's biological children, those types of things, those relationships are contracted for us. But we don't have all of that information in a conscious realm, in a conscious way. We're not carrying that around on our forefront, the entire map of what our lives are. And of course, there are freedom that happens in between. We get to decide. It's like a choose your own adventure book. Do you want to go here? Do you want to go here? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? But in between that are a lot of soul contracts. That's contracts with other people that you are responsible to. You are helping them in some way. You have chosen to be an important part in their story, positively or negatively, along the spectrum of the pendulum, positive or negative influences, and the same way that other people will have impact on you in a positive or negative way along that concept of the pendulum. But we're not carrying this knowledge in uh, a conscious way. And so what happens is we're carrying that in our energy field and we're also carrying it deep within our subconscious. You may have had times in your life where you feel like you just have an intuitive sense that a certain time in your life is important. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but this year is really significant. Or I know that this year is when I figure it out. <laughs> or you might be coming up upon a time and you're like, I'm not sure what's happening, but I can feel and sense that something very significant is like coming on my timeline right now, that this is an important time for me. We have an awareness on the subconscious level of the energy that's being built and the things that are happening. We also have an awareness when we meet someone that we have a soul contract with that happens subconsciously. We just have a sense or a knowing of, oh, you're that one that, you know, we sat down and agreed to that we were going to do this and I was going to do this. And okay, let's see where this goes. And those can be really intense and very impactful relationships in one way or another. But you can also have triggers that are set up along your timeline to help you realize what those contracts are. Not just relationship contracts, but experiential contracts that are going to shift your path or help you go in a new direction so that you're making the most of your time. In many ways, I think from the soul level, we're really living many different lives in one time. So in one physical lifetime, we're many different versions of ourselves as we continue to develop and explore different branches on the tree. The trunk is the same, the core is the same, but the branches that we may be exploring along our timeline can be really different versions of ourselves. But we have these experiences that are triggers that help us to make sure we're on the right track. So one example I would use is travel can be a very significant trigger for us. So sometimes people might sense or feel a real draw to visit a certain area. They may just be like, I just need to go there. I don't know why, but I, I have to be there. I have to put my feet 
on the soil. I have to hold this somehow. I have to hold this dirt in my hand for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know what it means. It's some sort of compulsion deep within me that says I must do this. And then when that person goes, they just feel something awaken within them. And a lot of times it's a past life connection. So just by stepping on the soil, touching the dirt, being in the presence of that energy is a trigger that awakens the memories for you of a past life, of a previous time. And that's not happening necessarily consciously. You're not suddenly seeing like a movie play out going, oh, wow, do I, do you remember that time when, <laughs> you know, I did this and I was this person and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. No, it's not quite that vivid, but you can feel and sense that something has shifted, that something has changed, and that you brought a part of yourself back home to your heart. And you may not understand why that happened or how it happened. Just the act of putting your feet on that land, that in and of itself did it. It brought something home to you, kind of like a soul retrieval mm -hmm. type of experience. That is a trigger. So it's saying to yourself on the soul level, I know I need the wisdom. I need something from this past life in order to continue to grow and move forward in this current life that I'll be incarnating in. And so in order to make sure I'm making that link between that lifetime and this lifetime in a subconscious way so I can create that deeper level of healing and that deeper level of growth. I'm creating a trigger that when I stand on this land, when I go and visit this place in this time, that it will return subconsciously and energetically me to that previous time so that there is a link between this version of myself and that version of myself. And we're creating a link between these two lives so that I can continue the healing, the growth, or the theme from that previous time. So that's an example of a trigger. We might also have experiences that happen in our life that remind us of things that have happened from previous lives as well. For example, if you had a accident or an injury that injured part of your body from a previous life, so say you're the right side of your body had some injury to it, and there were some themes and lessons that you were focused on really learning in that life that was related to this injury and experience that you had that profoundly affected you. Maybe around, let's say, 35 years old, in this lifetime, you might have some sort of accident, not as severe as the previous lifetime, but something that impacts and affects the right side of your body. In this case, it's going to heal and resolve itself, but something is kind of left there within, something that's a little bit of a current, like a reminder of that time that there's, uh, perhaps if there's anything left unresolved from that previous time, it's a trigger for you. Hey, now's the time to make sure you're living in alignment with those things that you 
learned in that lifetime. So that injury, that re-triggering of the cellular memory within your physical body is like, hey, just want to remind you and create this link between that lifetime and this time so that you are continuing to focus on your growth. Now, all of that, again, is happening in the subconscious way, but we can sense sometimes that something is unusual or there's a greater depth to it. So you might notice like, I'm really struggling to to get this to heal all the way, or this has been a long healing process. Maybe it's something that you anticipated or doctors anticipated that, you know, would only take two weeks, but for you, it took four weeks Mm -hmm. or four months for that to heal up. So an unusual length of time, but it's because it was connected with that old energy from the past. It was an old trigger to bring that information current. Right. So these triggers are happening throughout in our background to help us to stay on track, to stay focused on our soul plan, where we need to go, picking up the knowledge and the information and these connections that we need to make on a deeper level so that we can continue our growth and healing. Because even though the memory of that has been, you know, wiped out to a certain degree from the conscious realm, that memory still lives in our cells and our you know DNA map to a certain extent. It lives in our energy. It lives in our chakras even. All of that information is still there. And by creating those links, we actually can create deeper, more resonant healing that goes along all of our timelines. Here's the thing that can kind of get in the way a little bit with your triggers is not listening to that deep calling within that says, I, for example, I must go to Ireland or Scotland or Japan or wherever it is. I must touch the ground. I must write this book. I don't know why, but I have to. Because we don't understand the why, a lot of people will delay it. Or they'll just say no to themselves and not do it and feel this continuous feeling of regret, this continuous feeling of, I need to do this, I need to do this, this is a wish unfulfilled. This is the kind of stuff that leaves us with deathbed regrets of, I don't know why, but I sure wish I had done X, Y, Z. The more that we focus all the time on, I have to understand my intuitive feelings and I have to understand what my heart wants me to do and why it wants me to do it in order to act, the more we really put a cap on what we're able to fully achieve and fully do. Because most of that information actually comes to us afterwards. Once we do the thing, once your feet is on the ground or your hands are touching the dirt, After you have that experience, something shifts and changes and it leads to something else significant or important in your life. And that is how you can understand things in the hindsight. But you you have to put the cart before the horse in this situation. You have to make the commitment and say, yes, I'm going to buy this plane ticket. Yes, I'm going to do this thing. And I don't understand exactly why I need to do it. I just know I need to listen to that deeper calling. And the more you give yourself permission to listen to that deeper calling, the more you are able to be in alignment with your soul chart and your soul path. Being in alignment with our soul, there's so many different components and elements that support us in this process while we are here. 
our higher self, our soul chart and commitments that we've already made and other people's energy who are helping to trigger and remind us as well of what our commitments to them were and our commitments to ourselves and our own growth and our own process and healing. Our spirit guides who are, you know, filling in some of those gaps with words of wisdom, messages, direction, and understanding so that when we are confused or when we're stuck with the, I don't understand why I should be doing X, Y, Z, they can help us find the courage and the bravery to just follow our heart and to listen and to let things make sense in hindsight for us, that that is part of the journey and part of the courage is to listen and follow our spirit versus living so much in our mind, which is an incredibly uh, restrictive place to be. So I want you to think about some of those experiences, the things that maybe you have been holding back on recently that maybe you just said to yourself, I don't know why I need to do this. This doesn't make sense. I'm not going to do that because it doesn't make sense. But you can feel an urge. You can feel something inside of your body that is calling to have this experience. I want you to think about where that resistance is coming from. And I want you to really challenge yourself and say, you know, I am here to live this life this one time. I am here to really give it my all, to give it the best of my heart, the best of my love. At the end of this life, when I go into my life review, I want as a soul to be beaming, knowing that I gave the very best of everything that I could offer. I gave the best of my consciousness. I gave the best of my heart. I gave the best of my love in order to explore what that looked like and what that meant and to feel very fulfilled by that experience. So wherever it is that you may be holding back today, just open yourself up to recognizing that sometimes these are trigger moments for you. And these trigger moments may not make sense to you in the time. You may be you know, in the case of the accident, you may be like in a little bit of self-pity mode, like, why is it taking me four months to heal? <laughs> this is ridiculous. But if you could see it from your soul's perspective and you knew that you're not just healing physically, you're part of your body, you're creating a connection and you're doing a deeper level of healing than you could ever even imagine. You go, whoa, I'm doing all of this in four months? Whoa, profound amazing, incredible, and, you know, it's occurring naturally and beautifully without you having to necessarily do something about it. Sometimes those things just fall on our path. But I hope this encourages you today to step out of the, I don't understand, so I'm not going to act mode, because that's one of the most destructive things to our intuition and the most destructive things to our spirit. That leads to burnout. It leads to exhaustion. It leads to frustration because we know on a deep level, I'm not living my path. You know, all my commitments, I'm not following my commitments on the soul level. I'm doing these other things. And so, you know, our sense of fulfillment very often comes on a deeper level from our sense of have we been meeting the commitments that we made before we came into this lifetime? Are we serving? Are we showing up for other people in the way that we committed that we would? Are we participating in the experiences for growth that we said that we would? 
and are we utilizing it to the highest and best experience? Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, it's so interesting when spirit flows through because I'm getting a little less Sylvia Brown here. So that's great. <laughs> and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and rest of your week. And most importantly, just continue to open up to all of these possibilities that are there because your intuition has a massive knowledge and bank of wisdom that you can't even scratch the surface of what our conscious self truly does. So let that guide you this week, sending lots of love, light, and blessings. Namaste. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.